0: Here in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, we've been talking about the Great Reset for many years. Designed to strip normal citizens of power and privacy, the global elite have their eyes set on making themselves kings and queens of the modern era. You and I, well, we're to be serfs, and we shall eat bugs and like it. But if the world were to transition to this final dystopian phase, how might it take place? A book titled The Great Taking by David Rogers Webb provides scenarios in which it might all unfold. You might say it's a blueprint for world domination or oppression. We give you our take on The Great Taking today on our, hey, we can't all be kings and queens, so suck it, episode number 696 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four,
1: three, two, one, zero, ignition. Who's that?
0: This is the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We are your blockchain blockheads, your crypto clowns, the nifty nerds. It's the DeFi, dofi the metaverse morons, and the bad crypto badasses. Joel Kahn and Sir Lord Travis Wright. And, and we're here for you.
1: We Most are here. Definitely. Not only that, we want to, you know, we've been talking about a lot of this stuff and some people go, oh my God, it's conspiracy, you guys. But... Part of the reason that I know that I got into crypto was because I understood how fiat money works. Right. And once you understand how paper money works in the Federal Reserve Bank, that's neither federal nor reserve. And then paper fiat money is always inflationary. It always crashes eventually and always create these depressions and whatnot. And so it's like once you understand that and you start trying to figure out how the rest of the system works, right, Joel, kind of.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, hey, conspiracy theorists are batting pretty high right now. Like if, you know, you were a Vegas odds maker, um, you'd have to put your money on on the uh, conspiracy theorists. And look, some of it is just obvious as the nose on your face, um, unless you know, you, unless you have no nose, in which case it's just obvious that you don't have a nose on your face, which is even more obvious than having a nose on your face. So by the way Travis I was reading through you know our list of uh funny things that we call ourselves you know usually we say we duck duck go things so people don't have to and that that has to change now now we're chat gpting stuff so people don't have to we, Right we, that's, we don't.
1: That, that's true. And, a and, long time. Yeah go ahead.
0: Well we're claude aiing stuff also you found a great site uh called claude uh ai that uh you can upload documents to and tell it to give you summaries.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's one of those tools that can help you learn faster, right? As long as these tools don't become bastardized and be completely biased from a liberal bent, right? That only gives you, like, if you upload stuff and it goes, and we don't want to tell you that because it says things we don't want you to know. I think it's, we're still early that, that that's not the case. I, I do think chat GPT is getting a little more biased, Claude doesn't seem to be yet, right? But what I did was I found this document. I think I found it on a Twitter uh, thread or a YouTube video. I don't remember exactly where I found it. But then if you go to thegreattaking.com, you can actually get this PDF, download the PDF. Then upload it into Claude.ai. And when I say Claude, that's like Claude Monet, C-L-A-U-D-E.ai. Upload it in there and then just, you can start asking it questions, right? You can do this with any PDF that you want to upload. But this, this author right here, David Roger Webb, he's worked in finance and investing for many years and he started to realize that most of these major economic crises are intentionally caused by these very powerful people who control the central banks and the financial system. And then you go, Hey, Travis, what, well, what do you mean? These powerful secretive people who own the control, the central banks and the financial system. Well, that goes back, Joel, to our G Edward Griffin conversation mm-hmm. with the creature from Jekyll Island and how they created the federal reserve bank at the same time they created the IRS same time they created the, the federal reserve note and the paper money. And their goal has always been to, over time, not immediately, like the people who created it in, in Jekyll Island, the in the Federal Reserve Bank, they know they're not going to be the ones that see this true to fruition, but they know their grandkids are probably going to be the ones that lead it. So they're, they, they want to consolidate power and control humanity and orchestrate this economic turmoil over a long period of time. Like they don't have just a four year cycle of goal, like a typical president does, Joel. They have like hey we're going to do this over the next 100 125 years right right it's generational
0: you know it's kind of the chinese have been so successful because you know as you've noted before they have a 500 year plan and so Mm -hmm. the powers that be are looking you know forward to the generations to come here and going how do we bring this to a place where we have all the control on the world and we decide how the world is run and so this book provides one theory on how this all comes together and how they bring about this great reset. And so it doesn't mean that this is what is going to happen, but all of the things we're going to talk about that are described in this book are definitely, we're on that path to these things taking place. And fortunately, you know, Satoshi Nakamoto created Bitcoin. And if it weren't for decentralized cryptocurrency i don't know that you know there would even be a chance of uh, of of fighting back against the uh, the tide that has been set against us do you
1: yeah yeah well what we're seeing is a is a collapse in monetary velocity just like what happened in the 1930s depression where money has an ebb and it flow it's like That they'll flood the market with more paper dollars and printer go burr, and then they get to the point where they start pulling that money back, and there's less money, and that that signals the end of the debt cycle, Mm -hmm. right? According to this book and according to other experts, and that's what we're seeing right now is there's this slow collapse that's happening, and that's what's most likely motivating the Great Reset plan, right? Right. So they're they're talking about oh you'll have nothing and you'll be happy, well. What does that mean? What do you mean we're going to have nothing and be happy? How do we have nothing? We all have plenty of things right now. Well, so that's what this means is is Joel, there's going to be this great taking of public wealth.
0: It means you have a is a and you have a like, it's a very crunchy or fry them up in a pan and very nice crickets are very tasty mm-hmm. for you. So what we did is we took the document and we uploaded it into claw.ai and we asked it, you know, Draw out the key points for us. You know what is it that you're trying to say here in fewer words, and and we want to share that with you. And we're going to put this also in the show notes on the website at badco.in forward slash six ninety six. So you'll have your links and you can read a, read along. There's there's three main um, issues here that are important, and the first one is is that the financial crises of the day are intentional they cause them on purpose and as as travis mentioned the the velocity of money collapses prior to the crises right this this measures um how currency circulates in the economy and this is how you end up with like a great depression and um we should be able to see the signs of this right and here in um in the united states what they do is they just print more money right that that's mm-hmm. a high velocity, the, the amount of money they're putting into the uh, supply, it shows us that this is not something that anybody wise would do. This is to devalue the dollar.
1: Yeah. And as a result of that, you know, there's these cycles of booms and busts, and and, and those are designed to concentrate wealth and create more control. Like, If you're familiar at all with the Rothschild family, like Mayor Amschel Rothschild in the 1700s, he was the goldsmith for the King of France. And he was in charge of, or the King of France basically had him send money to his troops. They gave him $3 million worth of gold to send to his troops. And he basically embezzled that money, uh, Mayor Amschel Rothschild did. And then he set up five banks all throughout Europe, And then he put a certain amount of money in each one of these banks. And then they started funding wars, both sides of the war. And they were able to determine who they wanted to win, who they want. And the biggest thing that they ever did, the biggest concentration of the wealth for the Rothschild family happened when Napoleon went to Russia. And they had the water, the the battle of Waterloo and Napoleon got destroyed, right? Well, the, the Rothschilds had a messenger come back to Britain and told them, hey, you know, Napoleon got destroyed. And so they leaked out to the public, Napoleon's victorious, he has destroyed Russia. And that just tanked the UK stock market. And so what they were able to do, they waited for the prices to drop down to pennies on the dollar. And then they bought up everything else. And then the other messenger came in and said, hey, Napoleon actually lost, the stock market tore off, and the Rothschilds had subsequently created this financial coup to, to basically steal most of that wealth. And now what they've done is they've, they've been able to orchestrate over time, generationally, or orchestrate this economic turmoil for taking of assets, restrictions on freedoms. And now we're at the point where printing money is not spurring growth anymore. It's starting to signal that monetary collapse, Joel. So what happens then
0: next is that the central banks tighten conditions, even though it looks weak, right? So they allow banks to fail. And we've seen this happen this year. You know, we saw with SVB, we saw it with Signature, we've seen it with others, even though they have the power to provide liquidity to these banks. These banks don't have cash. If you want to cause a bank teller to freak out, let's say you got $25,000 in your account, go into that bank and say you want to withdraw that in
1: cash, and watch them go up
0: yeah uh, and not
1: only that they ask you and so what are you going to spend this money on right like like it's your business well (laughs) I'm going to give it to the migrants that are homeless I feel really I feel really for them and so and then I'm going to take the rest of it and I'm going to do I'm going to switch my sex and so that's okay but I need it in cash if I could
0: (laughs) Yeah. So and then what they do is they cooperate with the media to put out disinformation campaigns. So they put out statistics that aren't accurate. They put out false narratives. They job reports
1: that look amazing. Like, oh, my God, the economy is like they're literally blowing smoke up your ass, telling you how great everything is. While everyone realizes when they go to the grocery store that. You're buying $100 worth of groceries now for about $220.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is the very definition of gaslighting. So they say, oh, no, the economy is great. Um, they, they show that uh, they try and confuse people, basically. So mm-hmm. if you're going to engineer a crash, then you want to make sure people are good and confused that they don't know what's really happening. So then what does happen, they go, oh, this is how it happened. Uh, and yeah, and
1: they want to thwart those they want to thwart those bank rushes. They don't want bank runs to happen uh, until they get all of their stuff pulled out. Now, here's a key point I want you to think about, folks, is that when Joel talks about these disinformation campaigns confusing the public, well, that's that's not a bug. That's a feature. And what happens is is when these global elite run, these economies and they run the central banks, they control the printing of the money. And then the, the way that the Federal Reserve is set up is that there's these trustees, these I believe seven families now are the trustees of the Federal Reserve Board. And those guys, whenever you pay taxes to the IRS, you, you know, America owes like $31, 32 trillion dollars in debt. Well, that money from that we're paying in the IRS, that's going to pay the interest in paying our loans and our debt. To these people who run the trust, who are the trustees of the Federal Reserve Bank. They're taking all that money, they're buying up media companies, they're buying up big corporations, they're buying board seats, they're buying just enough stock and shares in all these different companies to be able to push their will. Now you have companies like BlackRock and Vanguard and some of these other ones that manage so many trillion dollars that they coming into an industry can make or break or destroy or blow up any particular industry that they try to focus on, right? Mm. And I think that brings us to the next point, Joel, where is security ownership has been undermined. I don't know if you know this or not, but back in the day, whenever you had stock in some company, they literally sent you paper stock certificates Mm -hmm. that was signed and they were really cool and you owned them and it was amazing. And that has gone away.
0: Right. You don't you don't need to physically hold just like, you know, look, uh, pay, uh, money used to be backed by gold and then the gold standard was removed. And now we've got paper money, fiat currency that they could just print at will. It's not backed by anything but the trust of the Mm -hmm. government. Well, guess what? If the government fails, you can't trust them. That means the paper money that you've got is worthless. So they got rid of paper stock certificates as well, and they have created uh, an environment where client assets can easily be seized by creditors or by the government, which is why the CBDCs are so frightening because once you are in a digitally issued currency that the government controls that is deposited into your bank account by them they could easily go in there and say oh your social credit score is low and uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about how that happens with you know confiscation but by undermining security ownership uh, they are carving the path for this to take place.
1: Yeah so over the last several centuries legal changes have happened that sort of erode and eliminate property rights right and even these securities no longer confer ownership rights and you know if something bad happens who's getting protected first it's the creditors not the public the public has very little protection when it comes to insolvency on some of these and so like remember when like bear stearns collapsed, and some of those other ones Those assets go to these other companies, the people who were, you know, uh, the public that was the the stockholders and some of this other stuff that was working with Bear Stearns or people who had their bank accounts in Bear Stearns. Not all of them were made whole. Many of them completely got screwed over. But the companies who then inherited those credited assets become the holders. They're the ones. And so what's happening is we're starting to see that it's way easier for creditors to seize assets It's there's been so many different cases here recently over time that the precedent is in place that the creditors get paid first and the public gets paid last, leaving very little, if anything, back to the public,
0: which is why. And this is not financial advice. I prefer to diversify. Uh, You know, there is wisdom in the proverb not to put all your eggs in one basket. You might want some. You might want multiple baskets. Is all I'm saying. Uh-huh. And it's and there's
1: a new there's a new adage. Don't put all of your cryptos into one shitcoin. <laughs> Diversify your shitcoins, and then put some into Bitcoin. Probably or good. even or even in one wallet. And hopefully, right. uh, ba-
0: after the right. last episode, you guys are earning satoshis listening to this podcast on the Fountain app. Did you did you are you yeah. guys listening to it there if you are then let us know in the app. You can comment on the show that you're listening on right now and let us know that you're listening and earning satoshis there and and if you're not if you haven't listened to that last episode number 695 then go download the Fountain app and listen to us there and instead of earning nothing while you're listening to the show you can be earning satoshis listening to these very same words coming from my mouth. It's like Satoshis are just spilling off my tongue.
1: It's the exact same process. You're probably listening on your phone. Guess what? Use the Fountain app. Listen to this on your phone because those Satoshis that you own, once you connect those back to your own private wallet, you will own those. I don't see how any of these organizations or any of these big bankers can take your crypto, your Bitcoin that you own in your Bitcoin wallets. So you need to be your own bank. I think that's one of the main things about this, because I don't unless you're utilizing your Bitcoin as collateral, I don't see how they can take it away from you.
0: So they um, they cause these financial crises. They undermine the ownership of securities. And this leads to the part that will directly impact everyone. And that is that all your assets can be confiscated and you can be enslaved. So, you know, bank holidays allow selective closures, like during the Great Depression, upcoming bank holidays will selectively close banks, confiscate deposits, eliminating resistance and funneling assets to the elites. Don't think this can't happen. This has happened, you know, recently in other countries, I think Greece or Cyprus, which one was it that
1: had Mm -hmm. the the seizing of assets? Uh, It was uh, Greece. Greece. Yep. Well, they also did, they also did like reverse interest rates. So like you would put in a hundred grand in the bank and then they had like say a negative 5% interest rate. So you actually had $95,000 in there. You didn't have your full 100,000 because they're taking percentage of it. And then when their bank crashed, if you had assets in there, they're they're able to take up to X percent of that money on their own and and say screw you we don't have to do anything other than that because you know you're you're dealing with a you know uh you're dealing with a corrupt banking institute that's failing and so that's what's that's what's wild and there's these things called these ccps these credit clearing parties they're designed to fail and over time take customer accounts and even the fact that fiat money is printing money out of thin air they're, they still want to take your buying power. Up. They're taking the buying power away because for for them to take to, for them to gain the true power that they want, they have to slowly destroy America because we're the bastion of freedom. We have all of these. We have all this great. The economy was great. So if you look over the last 20 years since 9-11, we've, we, we spent all that money in the Gulf Wars and all this. Now we have all this debt. We went from having very little debt to now having 30 plus trillion dollars and no cap. We have no ceiling on our debt right now. So they're just printing as much money as they want and they're using it and they're slowly gonna get to the point where we're all broke. We all owe so much money because we have to pay high dollar for gas. We have to pay high dollar for groceries. Our bills have increased. All these things have increased and then you're gonna get to the point where you can't pay stuff. So now you're in bankruptcy and boom, now they're gonna own your house again, right? And so, That's where we're moving towards. And then we get to that point where all this bad shit happens and then they launch their central bank digital currency to save and, us yes
0: and that's that's where they now have total control right if they have a digital currency then you've got unelected central banks are going to monitor all your transactions and basically create conditions that can forcibly divest you of of all your property and you know China has the social credit score system that we talked about that was coming it's there now there's an app and if you associate with people that they deem undesirable, you lose points in your social credit score. If you're saying things on social media that are contrary to the narrative that is out there, you lose points. And when you lose points, you lose the ability to move, you might not be able to take the transportation system, you might not be able to fly, take a train, um, uh, you know, ride the bus uh you might be an outcast of society and uh we there's films you know movies hollywood has predicted this and it is very scary it's happening in china why can't it happen here cuz this is america well why? people are sleeping in america mm-hmm. You know, we, we are raising a weak generation right now, very soft generation. If their feelings get hurt, they have a hissy fit about it. And we've definitely got a problem. It is, you know, we both have children. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I want my children to bring children into this world. And of course, hey, get kids. You want to have kids and you're going to raise them right. And they can be the, the resistance, I suppose. Uh, but it is definitely frightening the direction things are going.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going going on with this, and I think that you know you covered a lot right there. I mean, that might be something that folks might want to rewind and, and listen to what Joel was saying right there because there's so much going on. We're going to get to this point when you think about it, and we're here. Is you know, it, for one, do you believe there's a global elite? Do you think there's these there's these people that are above the law? Do you understand that yet? Do you see how the Department of Justice is working for one class of people working against another class of people? Do you see that yet? Do you see how we're like a banana republic in many ways where we're, you know, arresting political opponents? Do you see that? Oh, you protested. You didn't even do anything violent. And now you were a January 6th person. We're putting you in prison for 18 years. Oh, you just raped four-year-old twins. Well, we're giving you six months mm-hmm. in prison. Like you see that you see these things happening and you are going, you know, this stuff ain't right. You know, they're doing stuff that they're trying to piss us off. And now you have they've arrested Trump and they're going to broadcast that live stream across the world and have journalists there with their phones taking photos and videos and pictures. Wow. Like I look at that and you go, well, they must really have shit locked down because they want they're going to want to make Trump look like the example. How would anybody ever want to go against this powerful regime when they can do what they've done to this guy and they can do it to you in a lot easier way? Right. So how do we take control back? How do we how do we do this? Because, you know, it, it's kind of it's a really scary time when you look at what could potentially happen as we move forward for these. CBDCs and how you can have these digital coins, this Fed coin, and and they can refund your money. But, oh, if you go outside of this 15-mile city, you can't use these funds outside of that area. You got $2,000 of universal basic income a month. If you don't spend it by the end of the month, the rest of it expires so they're they're setting up this system of a panopticon where cameras are everywhere. They can keep track of everything you do, everything you spend, every place you go. They're gonna minimize the amount of travel you can do because of a because of climate change, Joel. We gotta make sure you're not driving too far. People that are talking about climate change, like Bloomberg, he's talking about, oh, climate change is so bad. The motherfucker's got 42 cars, right. six airplanes, 11 houses. And this motherfucker's talking about how my one car is bad because I drive X. Like, seriously, dude, are you serious? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look,
0: if they really felt it was a problem, explain to me why they're buying beachfront property. That would be underwater right. in, in the case yeah. of the icebergs melting. Go, Just use some common sense. We've been watching this narrative our whole lives. And I'll still I'll never forget, you know, when I was about 10 years old, my dad subscribed to National Geographic. And I want to say it was 1975 where the cover of this was um, the, the Great Ice Age is coming. And that's the mm-hmm. first time I saw that they were, you know, uh, putting this fear out there that if we didn't make some changes. Oh, and then the Ice Age. Turn to global warming. And when they realized that that wasn't an effective narrative, they changed to climate change, which allows it to go either way. It's freezing, it's warming. And the whole 97% of scientists agree has been debunkified to such a great degree. But you know, you say a lie enough, and you truly have an indoctrinated generation that will believe absolutely anything. And uh, it's, it's just proof that propaganda is truly effective. Uh, you know, we thought growing up that just uh, that Russia did propaganda. Nope. Gang, it's right here in your backyard. And those who are wise, at the very least, at the very least, will go, you know what, I will consider that perhaps I have been lied to, I am going to investigate for myself. I'm going to engage my brain and not just believe what I am told. Because maybe I'm missing something, and boy, I'll tell you what, once you peel back a layer of the onion and you discover that you've been lied to about one thing, now you have the right to question everything that particular media source or that government has told you. And once that happens, guess what? You too will be a conspiracy realist.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about a book that we read that I read and I think Joel read as well back in the day. I want to say maybe 2019, 2020 called the everything bubble mm-hmm. and how you know the, the the tech bubble happened in in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, and you had the great two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine crash, the, the the real estate crash, and the derivatives crash, and now we're at that point where the everything bubble is is so crazy to to keep it in mind and what's happened now is we're at this state where we're entering this sort of great deflation we have these uh, we're going to have great inflation followed by great deflation and that means that your debts are not going to be able to be repaid after the everything bubble pops it's going to facilitate these mass seizure of collateral and uh, more control is going to be popping up. That's their plan. They want to have this massive inflation, followed by great deflation, bringing in the CBDC so they can, give, they can restore payments under total surveillance, be able to monitor everything that we're doing. Trillions in losses from these engineered bubbles and crisis are going to allow this great taking to happen, Joel. And if you pay attention and you watch it, you can see that's what they're trying to do. But... If humanity can wake up, we can potentially make this not happen. Yeah. If enough of us call bullshit on it, then maybe we can change it.
0: Right. Let's end this on a positive note, gang, because Satoshi Nakamoto's vision for decentralized currency, you know, who would have guessed that this little idea, you know, in this Bitcoin that people mocked at even today, it's sitting at twenty five thousand dollars per Bitcoin. The Bitcoin network is strong. It is unhackable. The ledger is immutable. And the the um BlackRock and these others are now, you know, applying for ETFs. And that's the only thing that scares me about it is that, oh, are they going to be able to trade, you know, 200 times the amount of Bitcoin on paper than actually exists? Not exactly sure what that looks like, but this thing is going mainstream. You know, we had uh, Dan Mapes from um, the Spatial Web Foundation and versus AI on the show a few episodes ago, and he had a very optimistic take where decentralization could take us as a people. And remember, there's way more of us than there are of them, way more. And if we, the people, just say, no, people are already Saying no to any coming lockdowns that will take place. I'm really curious to see if they pull this stunt again and tell people to start masking up, even though the evidence came out that masks did absolutely nothing. If they try to shut down people again over this new variant of the flu, that I think there's a lot of people that are going to say no. And we must We must. You want to know what resist is? This is resist. The resist from, you know, four years ago, that was BS. That That was was fake resist. That was fake resist. This is real resist against real tyranny. And I believe that, you know, we, the people are stronger than them, the few, and we can make a stand and we could say, no, we homie don't play that. We're we're not Mm -hmm. playing that game. We're going to live our lives. Stay out of our faces. Don't tread on me.
1: Yeah, I would say that our greatest power is our collective refusal to comply with their bullshit, mm-hmm. right? We, we, have to start, we have to start understanding what it is. And what's interesting is you've, I mean, we've seen over the last six years or so, more people have woken up where they're like, oh my God, I was so in lockstep with all, and then whoa, I just started to see what was going on. We need more people to see what's going on. And truth truly resonates with people. And I do believe that the curtain is being lifted on the global cabal's abuses of their power and their privilege. They look at us like we're filthy, uh, useless eaters. We're taking up their resources in their mind, right? And so now we got people like Bill Gates releasing billions of mosquitoes in you know GMO mosquitoes in where Texas and Florida, two of the biggest Republican strongholds. They're releasing. To- Crazy shit on them, and you can see them driving by with their helicopters, dropping off all these mosquitoes. Do some research on it. Why are they doing that in Florida and in and in Texas? They're trying. They're really trying to impact people in a lot of ways. We've they've done this jab. They got people on board. They they've given them. They've weakened people's immune system. Now when they release this next thing. People are gonna get massively sick because they have no immune system. Uh, all right. And they're gonna say so I was
0: trying to end this on to... a happy note, on a positive note. And you well, it's just 20... crazy. So
1: we got we gotta be aware of this stuff. So it's like it's a matter of there's there's positivity here, there's awakening. The, that's that's helpful. We just have to see through the bullshit that's happening and we got to stop it. And so, you know, if you don't see it and you're still out there getting jabs, which you're probably not if you're listening to this podcast this far, you're not that guy. But share this with people. Let people know what's going on. Let people lift the veil from people's eyes and say, just listen to this. These guys are a little out there, but listen, because there's out, truth out in where? this.
0: Out where? We're, 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 I'm not out anywhere.
1: What are you talking You're about? Out. I'm living, living in reality.
0: This is reality. <laughs> no, we Wait. are
1: in reality, but to them it seems like we're out there because yeah. they don't even listen. They are so stubborn. Here's your starter kit. Your,
0: your bullshittery detection starter kit is this. If a politician that is in power let's assume they're in power is opening their mouth they are lying to you okay just assume (laughs) make that assumption assume this if you are watching or reading or consuming a mainstream media source they are lying to you both of these are gaslighting you just make that assumption going in and then pursue truth and 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 look for yourself do your own research is D Y O R is a legitimate We've been saying that action. for
1: years, do your own research. But a lot of people don't do their own research when it comes to the most important things, because it seems boring. Like I don't want to get into politics, Joel. It's a, like, it's none of my business. I can't do anything. Right. I like, I'm, I'm going to vote harder, Joel. I'm going to vote right. harder. So they ten, don't steal ten, my vote.
0: 10 ballots. I'm going to uh, end us on a positive <laughs> note regardless. And that positive note is life is beautiful you have been given one chance to go around don't squander it use your gifts and talents to make an impact Mm -hmm. on others and one way that you can do that is by reviewing the show on itunes and giving us five stars and tipping us on the fountain app that's two things (laughs) (laughs) no for real
1: (laughs) because we're like the world is beautiful and we're tired of talking about this negative shit so maybe tip us and let us know you love us so we don't go away (laughs) Well, we know
0: this. We know that next year the having is coming. We know what the four-year cycle looks like. We're not saying that Bitcoin is going to go to the moon, but if the uh, the trends from past events or any indication, we're in for a crazy ride. We're here for it, gang. We've been here for it all along. It's been over six years. Episode seven hundred is approaching. We appreciate you, and of course, you know what to do. Stay back. alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.
1: Let me tell you something, Joel. Alex Jones here of InfoWars, and I want to tell you, these crises are the lifeblood of the elite. They're tightening its grip. They're controlling demolition of the economy. They're making babies gay, frogs, are gay. They're alien gay frogs. They're dematerializing and erasing ownership. This is a digital revolution. They're hijacking. They're trying to make legal legal claims to our assets. They're going to vanish, Joel. They're going to vanish as everything bubble is designed. It's designed to prime, to implode on a scale that's going to make 2008 look quaint. Wall Street Journal is going to dance on your grave, Joel. They're going to dance on it. So <laughs> uh, alien get your CBDCs. Alien babe,
0: ba- alien gay baby <laughs> frog. <fraud. laughs> <laughs> yeah, this
1: is Alex Jones. I'm out. Eat a bag of dicks, Global Elite. <laughs> <laughs> Global cabal of bag suckers, okay. nut hugging ball liquors. <laughs>